Jennifer. Hello, Richard. Good afternoon. How are you? Long time no see. How have you been? No, I've been doing. Today is a great day. Today is a great day. I take it one day at a time. It seems like. Yes, we all have to. What can we do other than taking it one day at a time? I mean, really. Especially, you know, with everything going on in the world today. What are we? Are we at January something or other? Just so I people know. Year 2021. Yeah, January 14th. <laughs> it is a little odd. You know, the older we get, the more days sort of run together, the more pandemic we are, you know, the more it's okay, like. Okay, so, but. Yeah, go ahead. I, so the movie that you have on Gaia, or the interview that you have on Gaia. Oh, yeah, yeah. With. Uh, Excellent interview. Tell everyone to go watch it. And by the way, I was super happy because that was my my COVID weight, I'd like to call it. So I'm so happy with the way I look now <laughs> compared to what I look like in that pot in that show. But well, what Jennifer's but, referring to is the show called Beyond Belief. It's on Gaia. <laughs> I did an interview with George Nury. Um, this was last June, and they invited me to come and you know fly to Boulder. And I was like, "Can't we do it on Zoom?" But no, they wanted me to go, so I went and you know masked up. And I must say, the experience was was great. Delta had a great thing of you know empty seats, the whole plane, right. pretty much. So anyway, and then in the course of the interview. Um, I don't know what they're going to ask me. I have no idea. And I'm not prepared at all. So I, just like this, you know, I sat down, George, what's up? I was telling him, I'm like, he's so lucky because he doesn't have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's cool. Yeah. He doesn't have to answer my questions because he asks all the questions, but in, in the course of our, uh, he said, so you spoke with Don Rickles and he didn't, he didn't remember that he had asked us to talk to Don Rickles a year right. earlier when I had been on the radio show coast to coast. And so I said, well, George, we did talk to him. And do you know what he said? And George was like, no. And I said, uh, did you ever meet him? And then he said, I was backstage. And that is exactly what right. Don Rickles yeah. told us, you know, that he'd yeah. come backstage and met him there. Something you didn't know. And I didn't know. And we couldn't know. I didn't even know who Don Rickles was. When <laughs> well, don't go that far. Well, no, well, you saw, you know him from. Uh, I know now. Toys, yeah, Toy I know. I, well, I knew afterwards, but it didn't register. It doesn't matter. I might even ask about Donald Rickles. I mean, that's a possibility. Make it harder for you. But anyway, it was just fun. And then they they run this clip of you on camera talking about it, and I was like, "Where did you get that from?" I just thought it was really funny. They pulled it off of somewhere. Us talking about it. You yeah, know, it must have been something I filmed, but. Uh, so, you know, I just, uh, it's an improvisation. And as Jennifer said, it's fun to watch. I, I think they misspelled your name, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Um, other subtitle, like, yeah. hello? Uh, you know, quality oh, control? Man. When I saw that, I'm like, Richard, didn't you see that the first time you watched it? <laughs> I might have. I might have thought, you know, but I can't bring it up while we're live. I was thinking, I was not going to complain about how fat I looked or anything. I was so impressed with your interview. Okay. Cool. You're very sweet to say so. I hope everybody, you, you can sign up for Gaia for free, I think, you know, to try it out. So it out. a lot of people I have found in, you know, with my clients and especially my clients that are watching right now, they want to know what it's like to cross over. What, what was it like for a loved one? Like I lost someone this weekend um, who I love. I'm dearly. sorry. And um, thank you. 
And I was so fortunate that over, I've known him for like 20 years. And I was so fortunate that our conversations, because he was staunch Catholic. I mean, just, you know, very, like he would go to the church that was in Sherman Oaks or something like that. That was all, that was, they, they speak in Latin. Um, anyway, uh, sorry, I got that wrong, I'm sure. But he, I was so grateful that we talked about it because he had a lot of people that passed away, you know, recently. And he's, he wasn't that old. He was either in his 50s. What's his uh, name? Dr. Lawrence Moy from Manhattan Beach. He was a dermatologist. Okay. And well, uh, you know, it's up to you, Jennifer. I mean, you know, he's a friend of yours and that you know his family. Is this something you think that would be cool? They'd be cool if you explored it live on air? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, for, you know, Luana, we have to ask Luana if she allowed him to come in. I mean, this is, we've, we're, you know, we're suggesting that she bring somebody in. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of course it's okay. I'm sure. Okay. So what was interesting, and this is what I want to tell people is that on, on Monday, because he's a dermatologist, I started looking at my skin. I'm like, well, maybe he could do something, even though I felt fine with the way I looked. I'm like, but I couldn't stop thinking about him since Sunday. And so even Monday morning, and he, from what I'm getting and why he said to mention that was because he was putting thoughts in my head to think of him. So what better way to do it? Because I'm not going to think of him any other way than my skin. I'm like, well, I could, you know, take in, you know, whatever. Yeah. My son who's having little issues. Um, but then I found out he died on Saturday. Oh. And I just was. What happened? Did, was it? We don't know for sure yet. He was feeling a little bit sick, but he worked. And then he, I think it was something, you know, why don't we ask him? I don't know. Why don't we ask him? Very good. Well, so Luana, and for those tuning in for the first time, Luana's our friend, my friend that I knew for 20 years, and then she passed away. And then when Jennifer and I met, Luana started showing up so regularly that I realized she was bringing people forward to help us communicate. So Luana Andrews is her name. And Luana is the person with the VIP list who gets- And I'm looking down here, okay? Nothing's on my papers. I do this every single week. Yeah. But people are like, what are you looking at? Are you looking up your phone? Yeah, she's on. I'm sending her messages. Um, so Lawrence, is that his name, Lawrence? Lawrence, Dr. Moy, yeah. Dr. Moy, would you mind uh, coming in and chatting with us and, and, and maybe answering a couple of questions? Yeah, he's, it feels like he's here. He just pulled up a chair. Like, pulled up a like, chair. Yeah. Very good. Um, Dr. Moy, should I call you Dr. Moy or Lawrence? What do you prefer? Lawrence is fine. Lawrence is fine. So Lawrence, tell me, what was your experience crossing over? It was blissful. I was angry at first. because I couldn't believe I died. But then this loving, kind presence and energy engulfed my whole being. Um, He saw Jesus. Okay. <laughs> hold that, hold that thought for one second. And please, we'd 
we'd like I want to hear more about this but if you can tell us dad you saw his dad and what caused your crossing over what was the cause of your passing away if, if you want to share it or can It was a combination of things. It was feeling sick and worn down. I feel like he had a fever. That's what it feels like to me. It almost feels like it gave him an aneurysm. Like I felt something spiking up. Uh-huh. It almost feels like it gave him an aneurysm, like a like you know, or one. Like a like a stroke or or a heart attack that led to a stroke or something like that. It feels like an aneurysm. Like All right. something spiked and then was it related to COVID or was it just related to stress? He's laughing. All of it, he says. He said, not only COVID, but what I ignored. And what was that? He didn't want to believe it was COVID. I see. So partially in denial about what was going on or what was happening. Um, well, yeah. on behalf of your family, I express sorrow for this event occurring. Hold on one second. Go ahead. He just said, thing. I reached out to his son. And I was lucky because he, he asked me if I could talk to his son. I'm like, absolutely. And I, you know, I had an appointment with him just to, cause he was going to college and just, to, you know, um, really bright, bright kid. His, and Dr. Moy loved his family so much. His children, he was so proud of them and loved his wife and loved, you know, he had a lot of faith. Like he had a rosary he'd take everywhere. I showed him, it's like, I show you, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. And you know how I collect rosaries and someone brought, you know, I brought a, a rosary back actually from Santorini when I went to give him. And um, he's just, okay, sorry. He says, I'm glad you discussed to me how this works for you. Well, that's funny. I guess I told him my process in one of the, you know, several of the times that I talked to him. So was that not difficult for you when you, when you crossed over? Is that what you're saying? No, he found me. He's showing me. Oh my gosh. He's showing me. I was getting ready in my, like, they can't see you naked or anything like that, but I was getting ready in my rest. I was getting ready in my bathroom. And so he's showing me just an aerial, like, view of my head. Uh huh. And, um, and how it's easy. That's how he made me look at my face. So he's, oh, this is my, is that your internet? Okay. He says that my, uh, okay, just show me again. It was easy to give me the thoughts, he said, because of what I told him about how to make him, about how, how to make me think of him. I so see. He, so so he'd I, was already... like, I was like this in the mirror. I'm like, well, maybe he can go like this. Or, you know? <laughs> 
but so his but so he was now he's recounting almost like a rerun of right. how that process of reaching out to you yeah. and putting the thought in your head that that right. you needed to speak to him and i didn't know though at the time he was gone i so see I thought, oh i need to call and make an appointment all right so if we may go back to the process so when you cross over and of course you you did have a lot of faith in the church and you and rosary is a good example of that my mom had one and my family's had them for a long time but that that i be idea of what was it like when you sort of uh realized that there was an afterlife and it, it wasn't exactly the way it had been described let's put it that way <coughs> excuse me <laughs> it's like coughing was easier for you to say <laughs> that's funny <laughs> um i'm so sorry can you back, can you back so mike well my question is so you're a religious fellow and now you've crossed over and what you're seeing isn't exactly what you've been told by the church let's say you're seeing your father correct and then you're seeing jesus so just describe that process what did that what was that like for you wow i knew what i had inside the love that i had inside was he showed me like jesus being a mirror and what he represented which is love and faith mm -hmm. and how and then he showed me the mustard like faith in the mustard seed and he showed me the mountain um and then when i saw my dad i was so grateful that he came and got me sweet yeah sweet and since it's only been a short amount of time, this communication that we're doing, how, what's the process for you? Do you have to adjust? Her name Luana. goes Luana. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and what is she doing for you? How is she helping you to communicate with Jennifer in this uh, <laughs> strong way? She's trying not to distract me with everybody else in the class that I'm kind of starstruck by. Well, that's sweet to say. Um, yeah. And so and he for the huge, he was a huge john lennon fan he was a huge like all of that is pretty so are, were you surprised that you could access other people that have been on the planet that are on no longer here yeah i was shocked i mean not only so he shows me being shocked is in the emotions of everything from all time and space came through where he wasn't shocked okay as a man of science, you are he's, a doctor. He's like, getting, he's like, it's like getting a shot and being okay. Because that's what it's like when you cross over. Getting a shot or getting shot? Getting a shot. Like, you know how, like, if you like were a, involved, like, if you were having a shot, let's just say that, you know, getting a shot for COVID or whatever, and that everything, you think everything's going to be, then everything's okay. Yeah. Like you're not afraid of everything. Because that's what it's like crossing over. You're afraid that's You're afraid for like one millisecond or less than like a less than that fear. That fear and thing is there oh, and then that's gone. He said, thank you. He said I helped him with his fear years ago. Ah, by giving him the possibility of an afterlife. You know, listen, we're having a conversation with somebody on all the flip. About, he was all about science, all about science, but also yeah. a Catholic. And believe me, I've heard it from a number of Catholics saying, you can't talk to the dead because only Jesus can talk to the dead, et cetera, et cetera. And our conversations that we have are an anathema to most Catholics. Well, did you tell them that they're not dead? So we're not technically talking to the dead? Of course not. If they can respond, they can't be dead. 
Hey, I, had, I had a very interesting, just real fast side note. My son told me, he goes, how do you know you're just not going in there and it's just a one big database machine of consciousness and you're just not getting there? I'm like, Jack, I actually probably wouldn't believe it if I didn't see it. If I didn't see spirit, if I physically didn't see spirit rowing through the halls, waking me up in the middle of the night, talking to me in the morning, bothering me while I'm on my bike, if I didn't physically see them coming and going, like I do when they talk, like when they, like, it is crazy town. If I didn't see that, I probably, that's a pretty good, actually, assumption. I'm just, well, I'm, if yeah, I can. That makes me like a super hacker, right? Hacking right, after. exactly. And I'm from a, a super hacker being able to get the information from this big database for just one person. It, But as it turns out, it seems to be kind of accurate just based on the research, which is you are accessing the database. Let's call it that. I'm asking questions and you tap into the database, like putting, you know, those prods into the computer, like R2D2, and then getting all that information because that's what's happening. You're literally tapping into the database of who Dr. Moy was. Right. Hold on. Juan is tapping on my shoulder. What? You had a dream, Rich. She's saying you had a dream. <laughs> I did. I have. And she wants you to ex explain it. Okay, Lou. I'm going to ask. All right, but wait. Let, before we get to my dream that okay. I had, that I that is about process. It's really about process. Um, I think it's I know what she's important. referring to. She says what? it's important for this conversation. Okay. All right. It, all right. Then I will explain the oh, dream. You can finish your thought. No, 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 no. I had to think about which dream she's talking about. Prior to our sessions, I always allow, if something shows up in a dream, I think, well, Lou, who are we going to talk to today? Or what do we need to talk about? And I had this dream the other day where I was conversing with a friend of mine. And I, I don't know if this relates to it, but let's just see if it does. Lou, is this what you're talking about? I was yeah. talking to a Yes, she says yes. Now that's an example. I couldn't even get the question out. And she said, yes. Okay, I'm thinking of the dream. You, you get the process. So here's the, here's the concept. I'm speaking to the higher self of a friend of mine. I met this woman, oh, 20, 30 years ago in a nightclub in Los Angeles. Noisy, exactly. But I looked at her and I thought, I know her. I mean, I feel like I know her. And so I went over and talked to her and she kind of, you know, blew me off, dude, which is fine. But then I spoke to somebody that knew her, like, who is that? And they said, oh, she's so-and-so and she works at this store in Beverly Hills. And maybe a couple days later, I'm driving through Beverly Hills and I'm going, like, what a coincidence. I'm in Beverly Hills. Of course, there are no coincidences. But I thought, oh, there's that goofy store. I went in there. There she was. So I had this conversation, you know, just finding out who are you? I mean, why right. am I? And then we became close friends. And I went to visit her in, uh, she used to live in France for a while with her husband. And she got married and she had kids. And I've seen her go through all kinds of unusual events in her life. Um, she used drugs you know, heavily and earlier in her life and used alcohol heavily at some point in her life. But this conversation that I had that Luana wants me to reference, she was saying to me, her higher self was saying, you know, Rich, I spent a good portion of my life in a haze. I found a way to completely 
loosen my brain so I, I wasn't here, I wasn't on the planet. But even so, I survived, I went through my life, I had a couple of kids, the kids are raised and all that other stuff. But I just wanted, I want to point out to you that there is no mistake that we met back then, that we've known each other before. And these connections, this thread that I've seen go through life, plus Luana, when after she passed away, she told me to take her ashes wherever I go. And at right. the time I went around the world, oddly enough, and she's a, a an olive tree in a rose garden in this woman's estate in wow. France. So it, the point is, is all of these things connect in a weird way. I mean, so Lou, is that what you were trying to get me to express of how we communicate? Go ahead. That's, so she said, yes, because that's, so if you get that visual of all the interconnectedness that you guys shared, right? And how he, okay, thank you. She's sharing with me like the, the shot that he said, like it, of course, coming from a dermatologist, the shot where you go there and like, oh yeah, I get it. That's exactly the feeling when you go to the other uh, side, you get like one little second. That's a so fear and the rest is interconnectivity. Like, oh, I get it. I wow. get it. <laughs> and, and that's, so what you described that takes our whole lifetime to figure out is less than a nanosecond. Wow. Can I tell you, I, after that dream, I kind of let it go. I'm like, am I going to write my friend and say that you were telling me that you were in a haze of drugs when you met me for a long time? You know, how do you say that? But I just did it. And then I forgot about it. And then it's something in my head, you know, sitting in front of the computer. Oh, don't forget to write your pal. So I did. I wrote her a note, just what I said. She wrote me the most passionate, loving, I've always known you. I've always felt I've known you. And I have conversations with you all the time, Rich, even though I haven't seen you in 10, 15 years. I mean, she lives in London, you know, whatever. She and her husband are good friends, but I don't see him. You know, I see him online, a photograph, this, that, a comment. But she said that. I talk to you all the time. So she has an awareness of conversations that I don't. Well, it, so that's also sending, I want to interject because I was just getting this, like when I get mad at my son, I talk to his higher self. And <laughs> talk about a principle. Jeez. Since, since, he doesn't, since he doesn't want to listen to me here. And it's interesting that when I need to have a serious conversation with him, I prep myself and I talk to him and send him love. It's like praying for somebody or sending somebody, you know, how you hear sending love and strength and, you know, whatever it is that you do, it's a form of prayer and you send it off to them. And interesting. I wonders because when you think of that woman, even though you, you know, you know, her and her husband, you were like, yeah, I haven't, you know, you I don't have, think that deeply about it. Yeah, but I know, but you have a, when you do think of her, you have a very amazing, warm sense in your heart, right? A connection, sure, that connection. connection. That didn't come from her. It, you know, from her being in front of you, it came from you no. knowing her and from you having a knowing, but that's also, I believe, comes from her thinking about you. Could be. All I can say is, this has happened quite a bit in the research. So for example, when I, in the book, Ar Architecture of the Afterlife, when I interviewed Heather Wade, she used to work with Art Bell, the, you know, yeah, the yeah. interviewer. 
And during our interview live on the air, she said, you know, I asked her if she wanted to talk to Art Bell. So we had this conversation with Art Bell. It's very unusual. And I said to Art, what are you doing now? What do you, and he said, I'm interviewing friends of mine. And he, he mentioned interviewing uh, this one close friend of his who wrote, I can't think of his name right now, but he wrote these books about aliens and UFO encounters, Whitley Stryber. And he said, I have conversations with Whitley all the time. And I said, are, is Whitley aware of them? He said, no. I'm talking to his higher self. We might play cards. We might drink whiskey. I'm having a great conversation with a friend of mine. And when he wakes up, he has no clue that we had this chat. That was coming from Art Bell. I just asked him, like, so what is my higher self doing? And I just saw myself, like, leave it, like, traveling. Oh. Just wanting to, but that, I mean, that makes sense because I've been thinking about, well, I wonder if that has to do with the way I'm thinking now. I think it does influence what we do now because my higher self wants to travel. It feels a little bit constricted, even though there is no constrictions up there. So right. I think we go, versa, we go you know, back and forth. Can you get some air miles with that traveling? No pun intended. I don't know. Um, all right, so back to Dr. Lawrence, if yeah. we can. I mean, it's not fair. You know, I don't want to just talk about my journey and my dreams, but Luana, thank you for interjecting that thought. Very interesting. Uh, and You're so- I'm Richard. Say again. You're very welcome, Richard. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Lou. So you were talking about now this idea that you can perceive these other beings in our classroom, let's say these other, I mean, celebrity is not the word to use because they're so, just friends of each you know, other. You just showed me something interesting. You know how we have a, um, a QR code? It's like yeah. a person that has a QR code. The instant you're around, like, you know, every, like it just, you That's get interesting. All, yeah, you get all the information and what connection you had with them. Wow. So whether it's hearing the music when they're, when like it comes like in a, like everybody has like their own, well, frequency. So they showed it to me as their, as your own QR code. That's beautiful. I mean, that's great. It's an image. You know, yeah. it could be like a light image of a QR code and your scanner. So much easier. <laughs> Well, it makes sense. And, oh, you know, it also goes along with what we've been saying, which is everybody carries around a certain amount of information. And when you run into somebody on the flip side, you scan all that information. You know all about all their lifetimes. They can't hide from you. They can't hide secrets. We had a conversation with Dick Clark, you remember. I, you know, it's in the book Backstage Past the Flip Side, where we asked him, what do you miss about being on the planet? And he said, I miss the mystery of interviewing somebody. Because over here, you get little bits and pieces, but over there, you get the full scan as soon as you run into somebody. Everything. Wow. Their past lives, the whole nine yards. So who have you run into, Dr. Moy, that you want to mention or talk about or, or anything, your message to your family or friends? Um. He said a lot of his friends who passed away recently, and I remember that he told me, he was like, there's a lot of people that have passed away over the last just couple of years. And he goes, they're not, and it, it's like, it wasn't because of COVID, but because of a heart attack here or something. He's just like, it's been a very weird time. Um, and I have to say like, he's, oh, hold on. I have to say like, there's been two people that have asked that before they passed away told me, what is happening? I have so much death around me, you know, and they almost felt like they were, because it was so 
Well, let's ask him. Is it is that why you asked Jennifer that question? Because you were aware of your friends reaching out to you? Thank you. He's like, she told me before I asked. She didn't give me an opportunity to, <laughs> to, under, to ask the question. Right. And he goes, I just didn't. He goes, he goes, and I didn't give her anything. He goes, I would just sit there and just go, uh-huh. Like complete stoic. And he goes, eventually I broke down. And I'm like, there's no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Did he just give us the lottery numbers? I'm kidding. <laughs> so, so Dr. Lawrence, um, running into your loved ones and friends and you know and what would you like to tell people back on the planet who are suffering through don't be afraid don't, don't be, afraid. be afraid wear your masks wear your mask okay very important he said he didn't do it enough he just was i mean he knows how like he just like if you touch things then it you know um hold on. well in his work you know you're very close to people Right. And when you feel like you are sick, allow your body to heal. Don't try to power through things. Don't try to keep working or keep like, let your body heal. Because that's when he's just showed me something, you know, those little sticks that when you crack, it combusts like everything. Um, yeah. You know, like a fireworks, actually. He just showed yeah. me fireworks. He said that, um, say it again. Hold on. When your system is I, I, when your system is down, that's what's going to happen, and then more germs can come, or you know, more of the virus can come in. He said it, he goes, it's it's very important to maintain not overdoing it. Immunity. It's an immunity su suggestion, which is the more more that you help, you know, heal, the higher your immunity will be. Um, and you know, people aren't aware, but that Jennifer and I had a conversation with Jonas Salk some time ago when the, at the very beginning of COVID and we asked him, is there anything you can tell us? And he gave us a suggestion at the time I was completely unaware of this, but it was elderberry. And we got to it in a strange way. Jennifer was saying, it's not blue, it's not black, but it's a berry. And I said, I just read about elderberry, which is a high, uh, you know, it's it's a high in immunity for knocking out that kind of corona type virus. And so now in the stores everywhere, you can see elderberry in every store and every grocery store and, you know, pavilions and bonds and jewel and et cetera, et cetera. I had no idea what it was. And of course that and, was true. Yeah, but I mean, I, so let's ask Dr. Lawrence. He's somebody who would know from this perspective is that is elderberry and aloe vera is something and a side juice wow. he said he said your mind keep your mind healthy and active if it's under and then he shows me if it's under stress then your body's under stress and uh, that's uh, i mean that's obvious right but no no but it bears repeating it's important to repeat yeah. so he showed me just the more pressure you, you know, um, put on yourself, put on, that's it, put on yourself, the more that your body gets fatigued. Very and interesting. I mean, the more, I, I and the longer it takes to recover. There was something that I read today. It was a quote talking about 
I think it was Bruce Lee of all people, but the quote was, your your body doesn't know the difference if you start telling your body you're ill or you're sick or Dr. you're not Joseph feeling well. Dispenza. Okay, that's what it was. Did you quote, was that your yeah, quote? Yeah, I quoted that. I <laughs> Sorry, I quoted very that. good. But, but go ahead, say the quote. I don't know the quote. But it was, no, no, I mean, the <laughs> idea- body is, does not know the difference of whether or not, so if you, if you get in that space of work, like if you get in that space and he, he is just such a huge proponent like you are with meditation. So your body doesn't know the difference of whether or not you, wow, shit. I remember what it was. It was that self-doubt, like, you know, knocking yourself or, or talking about yourself in a negative fashion, your body then hears that and, and doesn't know how to process that. I think that was the quote. But, but it, I'm just following what Dr. Lawrence is saying. Right, right. You know, uh, the idea of, you know, get your energy up so that you can stay healthy. It gets your immunity up. Get your immunity up. It says, the body doesn't know the difference between an experience and a thought. You can literally change your biology, neurocircuitry, chemistry, hormones, and genes simply by having an inner experience. I don't think that was the quote I was thinking about, but that's great. That is the quote. <laughs> that is the thing that is worth saying. So is there anything you'd like to say? My research team and I found that just four days of regular meditation during an advanced retreat, the gene for neurogenesis, that's the growth of new neurons in response to no novel experiences and learning was activated. Wow. Well, there you go. Something with meditation as well. Um, so doc, Dr. Moy, Anything you want to say to your family or your children, because they may run into this at some point? I, I miss being there, but I am there. And I want them to know that I'm at peace. And I was given so much love. He says, entering into a heaven. Very good. Well, you brought him up. Yeah. The fellow that meant that you met you on the flip side when you got over there. So I was wondering if we could bring him in and have a nice little short chat with our buddy. Name begins with J, ends in Zeus. Oh, John. Oh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> J, Zeus. But he was there. All right, so let's just talk about this. So when you saw him, how was he dressed? How was he appointed? Blue shirt. Blue shirt. Jeans. Jeans. And just loafers, like penny loafers. And loafers. Not the usual visual that people have of the fella and so kind of like, like the movie the shack he says kind of like the movie the shack so so was that a surprise for you to see him attired in that manner no no and how did you recognize him i mean did he have long hair or did, did it look like the same guy or was it like the Q his energy, thing? his energy you just it goes back to the qr code he said you okay. just know that's you well said i love that 
I'm going to start using that now instead. Never, you never question, you never question, you don't question. Is it, There's nothing like, you don't, oh, it's so funny, you're going too fast. So he's showing me like your normal eyesight here and how sometimes you can't see the TV or how sometimes you can't see, he's like, there's none of that. Imagine having the fat, like the fast, like you could see everything. Wow. And through the, through that. So there's no question of, did I see that right? Or did I, I see, I see. Who is that? I get to who that is immediately. Immediately. Okay. So can we ask him a few questions? Yeah. Lou, is he on the guest list or would we have to bump him off? Can he, can he, <laughs> he well, we've had him come. He owns, he owns the place. <laughs> he owns the place. All right. You know that I can, we can laugh because we enjoy what we're doing and this is fine. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Let's not make a big we're deal. Not out of it. We're not being sacrilegious or blasphemous. I love him more than words can express. Okay. Out, very of, good. out of the context of religion. So our friend, would you mind stepping forward a little bit? Can we ask you a couple of questions? You know, I'm not going to ask anything too weird, right? Okay. He's, so, giving you, he's giving you the questions to ask, he says. Okay, very good. So seeing Dr. Moy come forward to you, and this is a somebody who, as you know, has had you in his thoughts most of his life. So why did you appear in that particular outfit? What were you trying to show him or help him with? Interesting, the experience of peace and love. If I came, I didn't want to be like he showed me his hands. You know, if he came, hold on. If I showed, that's so fascinating. If I showed up the way that, you know, like Jesus. The icon, yeah. The icon, he's like, that instantly causes fear in a lot of people, no matter how good you are. You always find one thing that you feel like you're gonna get judged for. And there's no judgment. He's like, you might judge yourself, but you like, there's no judgment up there. But if they show, if they show that. Yeah. He goes, then, you know, a lot of, I mean, he could have ran away for all I know. <laughs> have you ever had anybody run away from you? No. <laughs> no, I didn't think so. But it could be. There could be somebody out there. Ah! He, he's showing me like a thousand different versions of Jesus, like the same Jesus. But so sure. whatever, whatever Jesus that makes them feel at peace is the one that shows up. It's is all it? the same, but whatever makes them feel at peace. And so very, very good. Yeah. I I have been quoting you recently because I, as you know, I've been working on a book about you. Um, and at some point you were telling a friend of mine, um, don't think of me as walking in front of you. Think of me as walking alongside of you. Um, as somebody that is, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. And I'm certainly not going to carry you. But <laughs> I think I said that. I don't <laughs> but that idea, if you could just expound on that a little bit, if you don't mind, but that idea that people that don't, we're one. that we're one, that we're one. Okay. So he just showed me the bodies going like this and separate that we're not separate, that what I see in me or what my cue. So part of his QR code is the same is has the same frequency in everyone. 
I see. But just to clarify for people who might wonder about this, the idea of you being on the same level, let's put it that way, side by side, not level wise, we, we get into hierarchy so much, but you're walking alongside of it. It's, it's, and I, from what I understood, it was you don't need to follow you in terms of a religious sense because you could be of another religion, it doesn't matter. It's that you're walking side by side with people. Is that correct? Yes. Holding space for like, hold on. We walk side by side and you know when we walk side by side, I've never left your heart, even when you don't see me there. Even when, good. in your darkest moments. Always there, always available. Is that what you mean? I've been saying this to always available. Always. And please, please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm whether sure you're you in a, whether in your a physical prison or a mental prison, he's always there. Always available. So. I've been saying that to people who've been saying to me, well, I pray to Jesus every weekend, you know, every night or every Sunday or whatever it is, they pray. And I say, well, why don't you wait to hear what he has to say back when you're praying? It's a conversation. So is that the right thing to say to people or would you? Absolutely. He said, instead of, so prayer makes you feel that you're in the same space as he is in when he says, you really don't, you don't really have to pray. You just have to be in that same frequency. But when they hear back from you, it's problematic. They never believe it. They never believe it. But let's, can I go you back to- You saw what happened to Mary, or what, Joan Navarre. He showed me Joan, Joan Navarre. <laughs> oh, geez. You know, why don't you just hit the nail on the head there? Okay, but let's go back to something you said, if you don't mind. And it's not a you know philosophical discussion. It is, but the idea that you said there was no judgment up there, no judgment on the flip side. And I, I can when I when I was saying it, I'm like, no. <laughs> well, I'm just. It was like, what? What was that one little thing you said? Like you know, and I'm reeling us back. Now listen, I know I. There's a lot of people out there that it upsets because them. I don't judge them now. Oh my goodness. He's so funny. He goes, people, he just showed me like a kid's star chart or Santa Claus, like a little, like a little star chart where, okay, you're a good person. Here you go. He goes, he goes, I couldn't keep up with that. He goes, he goes, your essence is what makes you worthy. And there's no judgment from over there to here. It's just, um, be a loving, kind soul. I love that he puts it that way, but can I just point out that our planet has had a lot of people who've been put on a rack, you know, put on Joan of Arc, you know, torched, attacked, whatever. We as humans do that. And so how can we differentiate? How can we understand that as humans, we are? We should have evolved faster over time. <laughs> Taking the power away from the misuse of love and light it's not fair that someone who might have to steal bread because they're hungry 
get judged for that the same way as if you, you know, took the bread and didn't think anybody was looking. He's, he's just using the metaphor of it just, you know, it doesn't matter. The actions don't matter, but the intent does. Always. Always. And so why now? Why are you making yourself available, not to us, me and Jennifer, but to anybody? Because you believe it. Say again? Because you believe it. If you didn't believe it, that's that goes back to judgment. He goes, I've never judged. He goes, people judge themselves, and that's what keeps them away from me. So you're you saying are you feeling like for me, I was so afraid of Jesus because I was I was Mormon and not Mormon, and then you know, all these things that were going on. He didn't judge me. I judged myself and kept myself away from him. I understand. And I think it's important to clarify for the let's say we've got a bucket of scientists out there and we've got a bucket of other religions that people have grown up with that might tune into this at some point, who knows when. But the point that he's made consistently is that no one has to be a Christian or to follow Christianity in order to love your neighbor as yourself. Correct. Is, is that's correct. And so scientists don't have to believe in Jesus or the dogma of Christianity to accept that it's possible that there you can communicate to people on the other side. Yes. Okay. And in your own words, sir. No, I'm kidding. Um, but what would you like to say to people? Listen, they don't want to hear me talk. What What would you like to say to people? Really? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Today, I looked that up. It's weird that you would say that. Of course, it's just, you know. I don't even know. I don't even know. But today, I was thinking, what is that in Latin? Because I thought, you know, why, you know, we have so many terms in Latin that we know. I mean, I even know vanum populatum, and it's not even a term in Latin. But there are so many things in Latin that people use or say all the time, right? Caveat right. emptor, et cetera, et cetera. And so I thought, well, why isn't this a common phrase, which is proximus ama secut tapsum? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Love your neighbor as yourself more accurately. So I put it on Facebook so I can remember it. But and of course, I'm like, what? <laughs> but you know, it doesn't have to be in Latin. It doesn't have to be in Greek. It doesn't have to be in Aramaic. We understand it. Are you referring? Well, let me just clarify this I'm first. Saying that you said that because Dr. Moy went to a church. Like I said, that they gave, they did service all in Latin. Oh, oh, you're right. That's funny. I didn't think of that. Thank you, Dr. Moy. But let's just talk about that for a second. Love. What do you mean by love? What are you talking? Are you talking about consciousness? Yes. Every person that loves raises, raises the consciousness. Oh my God, that's so cool. So you know those codes again, the QR yeah. codes. He's showing me, he showed me like when you start loving, like when you use love, when you are love, the code gets thicker with the connections. Like it vibrates in a stronger way and then everybody else connects to it. It's like a charger. So if you think <laughs> of that- like So love is a charger. Yeah, it's a that's charger. Br it's brilliant. Love and, is a charger. 
And so if I may clarify, the idea of consciousness being in everybody having a QR code, those are humans. But of course, it applies to animals too. Is that correct? Well, that's what you showed me. Yeah. yeah. And it applies to trees and rocks and water. Well, when you, <laughs> the burning bush, sorry. And a burning bush? When you, oh, show me again, I'm sorry. You showed me uh, William Blake and he, William Blake expressed and I think of one of his poems that if you teach a child not to hurt a bug or an insect or an animal, they grow up to be kind or kinder than a child that grows, if, you, if a child you know, squishes bugs or hurts animals, they lose that sense of what, they don't value what is life is worth. Like those are the ones, but yeah. And so if you teach kids at a young age to help the planet where my son's a little bit overboard, he would throw away all our ant sprays, <laughs> whatever. Well, he's a, you know, the Jane, they don't believe in stepping on any creatures at all. They walk, you know, they brush the ground as they walk uh, in front of them, you know, to avoid stepping on perhaps a grandmother. <laughs> That's the idea. But, but back, to the, back to the question of what is love? And, and you're saying it is a form of consciousness or the energy of consciousness. As you said, it's the charger. Yeah, it's the charger and it's a frequency that heals. So the charger of the frequency that heals and that love is, um, just correct me, it, it's connected to everything. It's connected between me and Jennifer. And it's, to, it's interesting because like you even get sex to make you fall in love because then the ego takes over and tries to take it away from people. Like that's when you get to the point where I'm not going to give you that, or I'm not, because that's why you just have to be love because by being love that he is, it's not, it's not that you don't need to have sex, but that's why. <laughs> Wait, that sounds and like I Robin Williams just showed up here. I'm kidding. Love, love. Love, love. I know. And I have to go. You have to go. All right. So let's uh, first, Jesus, before we let you go, thank you for having a chat with us. Is there anything you want to say to people who are suffering, depressed, or anxious? Help someone else and it will come back to you. And Dr. Moy, is there anything you want to say um, about the process or your journey? He just said thank you. Lou, do you want to wrap it up for us? What do you want to say? <laughs> Just like, way to go. Make her cry again. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Your work is invaluable. Don't get frustrated. <laughs> She's talking to me or you? Maybe both of us. Both of us. Very good. All right. All you people tuning in, thank you for allowing us to share our little unusual hour talking to the flip side with you. We love you and we stay safe. Don't forget to wear your mask, wash your hands. And uh, thank you everybody in class for showing up today. And thank you, the guy above and our friends over there. Yep. Love, love. Love, love.